the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and much, much more. What's on your financial mind is the question that we throw out there each and every day. If you have questions, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Don't be shy. With that said, this is a business and uh, earnings and Wall Street kind of show. I try to give you a unique perspective into what's working and why. Let's take a look at the market numbers this morning. We got the Dow up 50, NASDAQ up 9, the S&P 500 up 2, 10-year Treasury still sits below 2%, gold sits at 16.43. It's kind of been there all year long, it feels like. Going back in time to yesterday... Uh, Taking a look at what worked and what didn't work on the Wall Street. You know, stocks rose yesterday. It was kind of a nice thing to see. Unfortunately, a large part of it was Apple. Apple carried the markets. But Ben Bernanke also said he's prepared to do more to stimulate growth. Caterpillar was a loser. Boeing was a winner. It's a market of winners and losers right now. I'm not going to say it's a stock picker's market because overall the market's doing well. When... uh, the market's going sideways, it's more of a stock picker's market. When the stock market's going down, it's definitively a stock picker's market. So it's encouraging right now. Earnings season shows companies can have good profitability in a low-growth environment. What would be happening if we had high growth? As long as the earnings hold up, the market has a bright future this year. SP 500's risen 10% for 2012, better than expected economic and corporate data. Companies are beating earnings expectations at the highest rate in two years as economic growth at home helps counter that drag that we're seeing over in Europe. Dozens of major companies reporting. Back to Ben Bernanke. A lot of what he said wasn't that complicated yesterday. He said the the Federal Reserve is comfortable with the current policy, but ready of additional action was needed. That's pretty obvious. Like, Of course, that's a no-brainer, duh. If he wasn't comfortable with policy, he would change it, right? And if he isn't going to say the Fed won't do what is necessary, he's not going to say, you know, we're going to go to sleep on the job and the house may burn down. So basically interpreting his comments was, we're still going to support you. Wink, wink. 
It is one of the heaviest days of reports on earnings, and it's hard to know where to start. Dow Chemical, Lockheed Martin, PepsiCo, Raytheon, some big names that beat expectations. A couple misses here and there. Aetna, CME Group, UPS, ExxonMobil, Occidental Petroleum, Colgate, Palmolive, right in line. Market's moving higher this morning. There's a particular note that it's Thursday. New claims for unemployment for the weekend at April 21st dropped 1,388,000 from the prior week. That's good enough to keep expectations of close to 150,000 to 200,000 monthly gains in payrolls intact. It's above the 365,000 levels of mid-March. The absence of a downturn in claims has created some nervousness about the economic outlook. So all things considered, we're cruising along pretty damn good. So we're okay. There's no major fires to put out this morning. So will we have another apple a day that keeps the stock market at bay? I don't know. I don't really want to get into that. Taking a look at Apple, by the way. It had a big day yesterday, and today it's a little bit of a give back. I own shares of Apple. Let's take a look at some of the other business stories that are out there today. Um, Whirlpool, PepsiCo, UPS, Tyco, Time Warner, Safeway, Pulte Group, Milan, Moody's, Lockheed Martin, Kellogg, Dow Chemical, Colgate, Palmolive, Bristol Myers. A lot of companies reporting today. Tonight, we're going to get earnings reports out of Amazon.com and Starbucks. They're very high-profile companies. Expedia, MetLife, Gilead Sciences, Western Digital. So this is the time of the year where I, I kind of like wilt a little bit. I'm doing everything I can to study these companies and to, to get a, a good understanding of them. Chevron Texaco, a company I own, raised its quarterly dividend by 11%, increasing it to $0.90 cents per share from $0.81 cents a share. Las Vegas Sands reported first quarter profit of $0.70 cents a share. It's 10 cents above expectations. So you can invest in oil. You can invest in gambling. Or how about those hideous little shoes, Crocs? They could be under pressure today. The footwear maker posted a five-cent beat in its first quarter earnings. Reporting a profit of 31 cents. But their next quarter, they said things don't look so good. So Wall Street is the church of what's working now. What you did last month, last quarter, we don't care. It's what's working now. That's who they preach to. Varian Medical. They did register a one-cent beat today. H&R Block. They're estimating that it's going to report a fiscal year profit of buck nine to a buck fifteen, short of expectations of buck thirty-nine. H&R Block said they're going to eliminate three hundred and fifty jobs. They're going to close two hundred company-owned offices. That's a brutal job, huh? Like, you see H&R Blocks pop up, and everyone goes in March and April, and then they don't go again for 10 more months. It's like the life of a battery. It stinks to be the battery. You work your whole life, and you're dead. Feels that way with H&R Block, too. Akamai Technologies said they're going to earn 36 to 38 cents a share for the second quarter, short of analyst expectations. The internet content delivery company is still in the process of absorbing recent acquisitions, such as software maker Cotindo. AstraZeneca CEO is going to leave the drug company on, May, on June 1. Investors are becoming increasingly disgruntled about the company and their financial performance. We saw profits for the first quarter tumble 
So there you have it. You have CEOs at companies. They're the leaders. Think of it like a sports team and you'll become a better investor. You have to have a Jed York who's got a checkbook that matters. You know, he has to be willing to spend that money to get the best players. Then you have to have a general manager underneath him. Let me mix my metaphors here. Brian Sabian. So you got Jed York from football. You got Brian Sabian, general, man, uh, general manager. And he's doing the, the, the picks of the players. He's putting everyone together. I know, I know Sabian's baseball. Don't jump down my back. Back off, weirdos. But then you also get into a situation where you have a coach like Todd McClellan. I know it's hockey and I'm mixing all our sports right now, but you have to feel the team. That's the whole goal here. You with me? And then you have the individual players. Like your stock has a CEO. Your stock has, you know, management. And success or failure starts at the top. You know, for Apple, the the you know the wide receiver is its iPod. The quarterback is its iPhone. The you know defensive line is the Max. Like you see how you have to put together a team. In baseball, you can't have all first basemen. You can't have all second base. You can't all have the short, quick Latin player either. You have to have different types of skills. And your portfolio has to have different types of players in it. You can't be all Apple. As much as you want to, you can't be. We got economic news to report this morning. U.S. pending home sales rose 4.1% in March. A lot of people are calling the bottom in housing. They're saying it's over. That makes me a little bit nervous. I think our jobs market is going in the right direction. Therefore, our housing market should be going in the right direction as well. I think some markets will never, ever come back is the problem. You can find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. You can find me at Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. You can find me at Twitter and YouTube, Rob Black Show. Twitter and YouTube, Rob Black Show. Let's take a little bit of a break here. Come back, wrap up the first 30 minutes. <laughs> AM 1220, KDOW. AM 12 Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220, KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and much, much more. Don't be shy. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Jobless claims came out this morning. They're remaining near a three-month high. That's first-time unemployment jobless claims. This is important. It's one of the key factors that we're looking at inside the United States to say that our economy is okay and you're not going to get fired or our economy is okay and you're going to you know, keep your job and you can go on that vacation this, this spring. Spring? Summer. Number of people seeking unemployment benefits in the United States remains stuck near a three-month high, but it's still a good number. Every Thursday, we get first-time unemployment claims 
applications. They dipped 1,000 to 388,000. We don't want a number over 400. 400 to 425 is, Any number under 400 is okay. Any number under 350 is, like, too good. We have unemployment. It's part of our life. People get fired and people quit. We can create over 375, 400,000 plus jobs a, a, a week. So applications jumped sharply three weeks ago, basically indicating that employers had stepped up layoffs and added fewer jobs. I think we're in a maintenance phase right now in our economy. We're not adding a lot of jobs, but we're certainly not losing a lot of jobs. It's a very slow jobless recovery. Some areas are hiring, absolutely. Some other economic data of news out there today, you know, kind of updating you on where we are. I, I, I'm pretty wildly bullish about the U.S. markets. I can tell you a couple stocks that I think look terrific. I think the U.S. market looks overall very good, especially compared to other states, uh, other countries. I think there's opportunity, especially in the agricultural commodity belt of the United States, the right-to-work states if you're looking for employment. That's where businesses are moving right now because it's easier to operate and create jobs. Texas, they're not having the problems that California is. So there's a massive demographic change to areas where it's easier to do work. I think California is one of the worst states possible to judge in a positive economic light, followed by Illinois and New Jersey. You know, finances have gotten so bad in Illinois, parents are paying for busing their kids to school. That seems strange. And again, I know we got Prop 13 here, and that's one of the reasons it's so bad here in California. Those of you who are, have Prop 13 and love it, you're missing the bus. I talk to teachers every day, and I can tell you it is horrific in the state of California. We are not the state we used to be. We will not be the state that we used to be again in the future. Until Prop 13 ends, we have major problems in our state. Europe's still a lot of trouble. Spain and France are problematic. That's going to remain a story for the rest of the year. Because of that, we're going to keep rates low. But the United States is going to operate underneath the radar and do okay. I like Citigroup. I like J.P. Morgan. I like American Express. I like Visa. I can name 10 other banks that I like. I own shares of Visa. I am worried about state finances because there's you know sacred cows that people just won't go after, like Prop 13, that we need to. Our seniors who can't afford a full tax bill need to move to Arizona and to Florida like they do in other states. I know that's not the nicest thing to say, but it's true. Gold... I think the play is over. As long as Europe is the focus, they're not the United States. I think the play is over, or it's sideways at best. Now, with that said, yesterday we talked a little bit about inflation. We talked about the boogeyman. 
Some people are afraid of Freddy Krueger. I'm afraid of inflation. I'm frightened of it. So yesterday when we talked about food prices going higher because companies like Burger King are going to start treating their animals with respect and dignity before they kill them, that means prices are going to go up. You want a free-range chicken? You got to pay someone to go catch them. Put them in a teeny little crate, don't let them move, fatten them up and kill them. It's a lot cheaper. Just something you got to start thinking about. Um, other big stories of note, U.S. pending home sales rose to a 23-month high. Now, if you ever paint real estate as a broad stroke, you're making a mistake. I think the very best real estate is close to jobs, hospitals, and universities. I think the very worst real estate is far away from jobs, hospitals, and universities, unless we're talking about Hawaii or luxury areas. You won't find me buying in Stockton, boom, shakalaka, laka. Pending home sales up 4.1% in March to a 23-month high. Woo, a 23-month high. And you see how statistics can be so misleading? You have to go way back to 2010 when numbers were horrific. They've been bad for a long, long time. If we go back to 2004 highs, absolutely. Am I interested in that statistic? But that headline to me is saying, like, we're ugly, but we're not as ugly as we were back two years ago when we only had four teeth. Now we've got five teeth. We're still a toothless freak. A sale is listed as pending when the contract has been signed, but the transaction is not closed. The sale usually is finalized within one to two months. Sales of existing homes during the first quarter were the strongest in five years. These are good numbers. And again, I'm liking what I'm seeing. But we're still a toothless freak. Can't get too far ahead of yourself, if you're with me. Take a look at the market numbers. We're getting stronger as the morning goes on. We're in a very strong earnings season. Dow's up 46. NASDAQ's up 6. S&P 500 up fractions. 10-year Treasury bond sits under 2%. Damn, that's frustrating. You really historically want it around 35 to 4.5%. So, Wall Street opens today, and we're moving a little bit higher. Uh, Philip Marble. Not Philip Marble. What am I saying? I've had a stroke. Marble maker Altria, their profit up nearly 4%. It's a company that sells cancer sticks, and they're making more money. That's what I love. Like, if you were to explain this to a to an alien from a different planet, you sell something that kills you, and people buy it. That's why I like Philip Morris International more so than Altria. But you get the idea. AM twelve twenty KDOW. Call Rob Black now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening to the show today. 
I'm a big fan of investing and getting into retirement. Social Security is not going to be enough for you. And I happen to have friends and, and people I care about. And I, I see them on a day-by-day basis struggling with not having saved enough for retirement. A real good friend of mine, her, her mother, had a couple strokes. And, you know, she takes care of her mother a couple days a week because there's not enough money to pay for someone to come in and do it for you. One of the best things you could do if you don't save money is be really, really healthy. For those of you who don't believe in the stock market, you've missed out 100% gains in the last three years. You've missed out opportunities to buy low. And you're going to get what you deserve. Because the opportunity to save is there today. You're going to whine. You're going to complain. You're going to say, you have to give us more benefits. You're going to put out a poor hand. It's going to be your fault, not society's. When I'm off in Mexico ordering huevos huevos rancheros, dos cervezas, por favor. I'm going to be enjoying because I've saved. Now, I've been very fortunate in my life. I gave up all of my 20s. I didn't get married. I, I... I was dysfunctional as a a person to date because I I wanted to become successful. Started a company at one point in time, Mercury Capital Management. Started another company, a clean tech, where it was, you know, picking up, you know, dead bodies and animal carcasses and things like that. It wasn't me who was picking them up. I paid other people to pick them up. But when things go bad, when there's earthquakes and clothes need to be dusted off before the store opens, someone has to clean that stuff up. I figured, why not my company? I can't say that it was easy, and I can't say that I'd do it again. And if I could do it all over again, I'd probably join the Secret Service because that looks like a fun organization. Drinking and sex while protecting the president? Woo, that's a party. Oh, you know what I hate about that? And I know you're going to laugh at me, but it brings shame to our country. And we don't need any more shame. We don't need France looking down on us. I mean, we look down on France because they eat antidepressants like they're candy. We don't need any more shame. Did you know that hash browns have more fat and calories than a cheeseburger or a Big Mac? We've got to st- start watching what we're putting in our bodies. I think breakfast food is dangerous stuff. Cable TV is now evenly divided between shows on preparing food and shows about losing weight. And all I want to do is learn how to make a macaroon, and there's not a show out there about making macaroons. I want to bake. I want to be a dancer. There's no shows about baking macaroons and being a dancer. Saw a headline that just came across. Alcatel loosened tumbles. Margins shrink. Uncertainties in Europe. Alcatel Lucent was a relevant company in the mid-90s. Alcatel was Alcatel Lucent was part of the AT&T division split off. This is a company that's been hit by the internet super highway bus. And it's not getting back up. Okay, it may have patents that they sell off. It may have one last gasp. But if you ever expect this puppy to get up and run again, it ain't. And what's amazing about it, it's got $4.2 billion in revenues. 
And I don't care about it. I don't care about stocks under $5. I don't care about women who have 16 teeth. I don't care about, you know, you have to have some standards in your life. I don't care about real estate that's in Stockton. Can I make money in real estate in Stockton? Absolutely. Am I missing opportunities? Absolutely. But at the same time, like, you have to have standards. Oh, good golly. Um, other big issues that are out there today. Let's just go through some of these back headlines and see what's breaking news. Sears Logic shares are up 14%. It's an audio chip maker results better than forecast. $110 million in revenue. This is a very small company. It's a small cap company. There's typically three to four types of caps. What is its capitalization? There's micro caps, there's small caps, there's mid caps, there's large caps. For the average investor, typically hiding out in large cap stocks is the way to go. There's no shame in buying Starbucks. I think Starbucks is going to make money next year, year after year after year after year after. When the Facebook IPO comes out, I don't know if I would chase it. But I get a strong sense Facebook's not going away. So they're going to make a lot of money in my lifetime. Am I telling you to buy it? I'm telling you to be cautious buying it. And if you buy it once, you'll probably want to buy it every year of your life. If you're over 50, it's probably too much risk. ExxonMobil, they miss profit expectations. A less strong performance by its U.S. chemicals unit. Cash flow and capital expenditure control continue to demonstrate the power of Exxon's business model. I have no problem with you owning ExxonMobil, and I would take a bad day to own the stock. Back in August, September, October last year, when the market was kind of like nervous about, oh no, Greece is going to default. Apple's got enough cash to buy Greece. Like, it's not that big of a deal. This stock traded at 70 bucks. Now it's at $85. You had a chance to buy it in crisis. You failed to do it. Now, with that said, you know, their quarter was pretty good. ExxonMobil earned nine and a half billion buckaroos, smackers. That's pretty good. They also have, you know, uh, a dividend. They're going to be in business probably the day I die. I'm not quite sure when we're going to move off oil to natural gas or solar or what have you. But it ain't going to be today. And it ain't going to be in the next five years. Obama's going to hold a formal campaign rally aimed at Romney. So we're in, we're in political season, hardcore. You know what I hate about our political season? You saw President Barack Obama on Jimmy Fallon, and it was kind of a historic moment. He, he gets up there and he sings, sings with Jimmy Fallon about student loans. Three years ago when he was put into office, he had the chance to fix student loans. He passed legislation. He could have continued it past this year. He chose not to because three years ago, our nation was focused in on, you know, what are we doing with our deficit? This is crazy. And now because it's vote time, it's time to get in front of the kids and get them all happy and tell them that they're going to have cheaper education. I hate that. He could have done something legit when he had a Democratic Congress working with him, and he didn't. And now it's pathetic. Now, again, I'm not bashing the president. I'm not that guy, but I see politics for what politics are, and it's incredibly frustrating. Costs are out of control at colleges. 
the solution's not to lower the cost of, of loans. The solution is to look at the problem at the colleges and say that there's too much administration. There's too many state workers who want to get theirs and keep theirs. And they want a pension on top of it. State pensions need to go the way of the dodo bird and go back to 401ks. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, but state pension employees don't make as much as private sector does. Then don't take the job. Go to the private sector. I think state jobs are, are there for lower educated people that can't get, succeed in the private sector. Just my opinion. Not all state jobs are for the lower educated, but a lot of them are. It doesn't take a lot of brains to paint the Golden Gate Bridge. It doesn't take a lot of brains to work at the DMV. Sorry, DMV workers. I can tell I just lost one or two listeners there. Hey, but everyone else, I love you. PepsiCo. They're the Hatfields of the Cola Wars. Coca-Cola is the McCoys. PepsiCo used higher prices to eke out a slightly better than expected first quarter earnings. If I had to own one of the two, I'm going with PepsiCo because they got Gatorade. They also got Frito-Lays. They also got Doritos. They're more of a snack company than a soda company. Coca-Cola, a little bit more of a soda company. I think we will see a soda tax in our lifetime because, let's face it, as we raise taxes on cigarettes, people will smoke less, in theory, and that tax money is going to have to be replaced. Where is it going to come from? Who are we going to tax? Parents with fat children? No. We're going to tax soda. It's pretty obvious that they're the next demon. It's funny because, you know, I was talking to a, a meat farmer. And a meat farmer told me, you know, uh, we're like cigarettes. Everyone in America is, is dissing red meat. I, I feel for you. Like Coca-Cola, which last week announced earnings that beat expectations, PepsiCo achieved a lot of its progress with higher prices. So far, consumers have accepted higher prices. They won't forever. One thing that Pepsi's been doing is they've been watering down their brands, which is pretty funny. They got Gatorade Light, and they've got like Orange Juice 50-50. I'm not sure the name of the product. But they're literally watering it down because Americans want fewer calories. We're a nation of Oompa Loompas. We have minivans now because kids can't fit in cars. I remember when I was a kid, I fit into a car. Now we have to have sliding doors to accommodate our children. Oh, where do I go? Where do I go? Where do I go? Let's take a look at the market numbers. Let's see what we have today. Um, again, I have no problem investing in sin like Altria and Philip Morris because I know people are going to continue to smoke. But at some point in time, those taxes will hit them. That's why I like Philip Morris International because it's an international play on tobacco. You're listening to AM 1220, KDOW. you got the Dow up, NASDAQ up, and S&P 500 all trading higher this morning. AM 12. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW.
Welcome back in. Rob Black and your buddy. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can follow me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show. I'd like to see you. You can follow me at YouTube, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. I do a money video of the day. It's typically two minutes. And I really try to pick stories that are going to help you. They're not perfect. They're not ideal. It's a work in progress. But the more you help me, the more I'm able to help you. Kim Jong-il Un, he used to be an unemployed 20-something living at home. Now he's got nuclear weapons. It's all good, yo. He scares me a little bit. He's probably one of those wacky potentials out there that could go terribly wrong. Again, I'm not a panicky guy. I'm not even a stressed guy. I'm a guy who, who bases everything in reality. Something will bad. Something bad will happen in North Korea is my expectation. And we'll get over it. Spend less, save more. It's a crazy concept. But that's where we have to start with getting to retirement. How do you invest your assets? You start with an emergency fund. In case you lose your job, you have to have money that you can tap into. More adults age 25 to 34 live with parents now than in 2005. I know a guy who recently lost his fiance. She basically left him because the finances weren't there for him. You know what he should do? He should move back with his mother and father, save up his money, show her that he's a responsible man. Show her that he has a future. I think high school graduates need to learn how to build credit. This is one of the areas that it's controversial. I think you should get your kid a secured credit card. I think every time you purchase something in front of your children, you should say, yep, I'm swiping a debit card or a credit card, but at the end of the month, I have to write a check for this. You have to put some sort of explanation into it. But I think when your kid turns 17, 16, get them a secured credit card. Get it through Visa. Get it through however you want to get it through. Let them learn that money has transactions. High school graduation represents a milestone for teenagers. And we're sending our kids out into life to be men and women without basic financial skills. I have no problem giving a checking account to a kid. Even though unemployment with teenagers is, is rampant. They've got to learn to save. They've got to learn to use credit cards. They've got to learn what a credit score is. I think if you're sending your kids out in the world without that basic knowledge, it's almost like sending them out in the world with a gun. It's irresponsible. For the record, I, I'm not a gun owner, but I'm not against owning guns. I just don't know if I would put one in an 18-year-old kid's hands. Other thoughts here? What happens if you and your spouse disagree on when to retire? I like working. I'm told every day by people, why don't you retire? It's like, but I like working. You know, it's, what am I going to do? At some point in time, I'm going to teach soccer. I'm going to do a lot more charitable work. But spouses need to have kind of a basic agreement on when they're going to stop working. Stock split increases the number of shares. 
but it doesn't change the price of a company. It does increase the overall market value. I know grown adults are like, ooh, Coca-Cola's splitting. I want to buy it. There's no difference. So it's just your ignorance when you say that. I'm not trying to push people away today. I love you. It's called tough love. Each year that you delay retirement beyond the age of 62, up until 70, you receive larger Social Security benefits. Generally speaking, I say take the, the benefits at 62. Unless you're skinny, you're working, you're healthy, your parents live to 100. My dad didn't live to 100. My dad barely made it to 60. My mom's been in poor health in her 70s, and now she's pushing 80. So I don't know if I want to delay my Social Security. Grandma lived to 95. It wasn't a good life. But delaying Social Security for her would have made sense. So there's no right answer, see? I could sit here and say, take it, take the money and run. But that's realistically not the right answer. In money and business, there's only compromise. There are no right answers. Consider a job offer that requires relocation. Sure. But you got to start thinking about cost of relocating. Consider a job offer that pays you maybe two, three thousand dollars more. Sure, but you got to think about benefits. If you're getting less benefits, it's probably not going to be worth it. I was talking to someone recently about uh, women in the workplace, and I kind of got an education model. Women start as admins in corporate America, and they work up from there. I'm a little surprised by that. Like that. Are we still in that society? Before choosing an index fund or an ETF, know the asset class it tracks. No asset diversification, equity diversification. Before you pick something, study it. You have to understand that. Arriving at one goal is the starting point to another. Always understand that. I want to own house in Tahoe. I want to own a sailboat. I want to own a retirement home. I want to own uh, you know, five to ten million dollars for my retirement fund. Every time you hit one of those goals, you have to now look back and say, now where do I go from here? So know that money and goals are a process. You get to one point, you got to start another point. You got to check your identity theft every year. Fraud happens. You got to stay on top of your uh, credit report. It's a pain in the butt, but you got to do it. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial, money, investing, and much, much more. You can find me online at robblack.com, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show, AM 1220, KDOW. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Good morning, and welcome in to Rob Black and Your Money. 
show dedicated to getting you to retirement. It always has been. It always will be. Yeah, I have a good living. Absolutely. With that said, thank you. I've loved every minute of radio that I've ever done. At some point in time, it will come to an end. I'm totally good and comfortable with that. Hopefully you are too. We don't want to work till the day we die. And there will always be a smarter, faster, younger version of me out there. There will always be a smaller, faster, cheaper version of you out there. That's the way Wall Street works. Let's take a look at the market numbers. Thank you, old man. I've got a special bell ringer. Which, for the record, if your job is a bell ringer, you're probably not very attractive. Dow's up 40, NASDAQ up 3, SP 500 up less than a point. Market started weaker. Market got warmer. Wall Street opened flat after the jobless data. It was a little disappointing. Earnings have been wonderful. They've been glorious. I hope you know that. This is the worst quarter of the year for earnings. We're going to close the year higher. Unless something bad happens with North Korea or there's some sort of credit event disruption out of Europe. It's not going to be the best year ever. It's not going to be the worst year ever. It'll be a nice year as far as markets go. Pending home sales impressed. So any weakness in the stock market, I'm a buyer. Next year is going to be a big question. As we get towards the end of this year, I'm going to have a lot of questions. If our Congress doesn't start talking about what they're going to do with taxes at the end of the year, I'm going to be a seller. I don't know where I'm going to be in three to six months because I don't have a crystal ball. And people that tell you exactly, they're lying. They don't know nothing. And if they did, they'd have their own island, and they certainly want to be sharing information with you. Penny home sales impressed. Initial jobless claims disappointed, but it was under 400000 So, yeah, it may not have been a perfect 10. Or, you know, that girl looks good in jeans and a bikini. But it's pretty good. Europe's stock market... Had some varied losses today, so that bled into our, our, our play today. Dollar trades flat. Dollar is a play on commodities right now. If you think the euro is going to get weaker, if you think France and Iceland are going to have problems, you think the euro is going to get weaker, then you, it changes the way you play commodities. A weaker euro may imply a stronger dollar. A stronger dollar may imply weaker commodities. Unless you think our monetary policy is going to spark inflation, which it might. And yesterday I did a little story about food and how we're going to start treating animals better for our fast food. And that will raise prices down the road. And that is a problem. Inflation is the worst thing out there. Because you think you have enough money right now, and it ain't very much. 15 to 20 years from now. That Social Security check went a lot farther 10, 20, 30 years ago than it does today. Please don't wake up on the wrong side of planning. Pulte Group higher, KB Homes higher, Hovnanian higher, DR Horton higher. All the home builders are higher today because pending home sales, a lot of people are calling a bottom now. I told you back in 2006 the market wasn't going to bottom until 2010, 2012. Look at the calendar. It's 2012 now. 
were pretty close to bottoming in a generic form. Not across the board. Stockton ain't ever coming back. Unless we start planting corn there and it grows like weeds. But right now the best thing about Stockton is the jobs where you can cut off the head of a chicken and bleed it out. A lot of people will take that job for minimum wage. Oh, I'll tell you what. One job I couldn't do. Oh, um, cutting off heads of animals. Like, I couldn't kill an animal I for a living. I know the people that do are, are wonderful people, and I'm not in any way, shape, or form negative on you. But I, I couldn't do it. It would bring me too much sadness. I know I eat cows. I just don't want to see cows killed, right? About 90% of Costco customers renew their memberships every year. What's interesting about that, that includes people who are dead or people who move away. They still renew it. That's a good business model. The recurring customer. Jeremy Lin's jersey is outselling Kobe Bryant's jersey. What does that tell you? A, that the best player in the league isn't necessarily the best product in the league. There's a lot of people who look like Kobe Bryant in the NBA. There's not a lot of people who look like Jeremy Lin, and people try to identify with people they look like. I, I mean, you know it's true. Like, I'm a white puffy guy, and anytime I see a white puffy boxer, I'm like, go, 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 you Irish Mick stud, hit him. Like, we always try to root for people that look like us. U.S. jobless claims edged down to 388,000. I don't know. Keep it up with the Kardashians. This feels like a mouse has gone into my mouth, vomited, and died. The Kardashian family is going to be living out the Hollywood dream. They just signed another deal for $40 million over the next three years. This makes no sense. Seriously, a mouse just crawled in my mouth and died. I've never seen an episode of the Kardashians. I want to keep up with me. I can't keep up with the Kardashians. And for those of you who watch Jersey Shore, you got way too much time on your hands. For those of you who watch the Kardashians, your brain is dying while you're watching it. Terms weren't disclosed, but $40 million over three years. The show's the most popular franchise on the network. It's produced by Ryan Seacrest, who is an amazing, just incredibly strong producer. A lot of what he touches turns gold. Kim and Courtney take New York. Chloe and Lamar. They're not included in the deal. There's nothing intelligent about the vapidness that is the Kardashians. Ryan Seacrest is also going to earn $30 million over the next two years for hosting American Idol. Um, Branding experts have been calling for an end to the end of the Kardashian Corporation for months now. Kim Kardashian has recently landed on the list of the most overexposed celebrities, and yet this points again to the, the stupidity and the dumbing down of America. Khloe Kardashian owed him told a recent interviewer that she never worries about overexposure for her family. She doesn't even think about it. At some point in time, like I look back in history 60 years and I can't believe that there were Nazis. 
70 years ago, we were throwing, not we, but Nazis were throwing Jewish people into ovens and cooking them. That's crazy to think about. In 70 years from now, I hope my children and my children's children look back and go, I can't believe we were watching the Kardashians 70 years ago. It doesn't make sense. Am I jealous that they are going to make $40 million over the next three years? No. Anyway, I'm digressing. Again, that just shows you. Become a Hollywood producer. If you can figure out what's better than that, clearly you can make some money. Let's take a quick look at the market numbers. We've got the Dow up 40. Good day. We've got the NASDAQ up 3 and the SP 500 up fractions. 10 year treasury is under 2%. Gold at 1643 an ounce. Oil at $104 a barrel. You're listening to AM 1220 KDOW. You can find me online, robblack.com. Working on a new website, but it's going to take me a couple more months to finish. You can find me at Twitter. And YouTube, Rob Black Show. Take a break here. We'll be back in Uno Momenteros on AM 1220. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. This is probably one of my favorite songs from my life. Or maybe it's music of my life. Talking Heads, um, it's a song about home. I've never felt a strong sense of home. And to this day, I still don't. I had a fractured childhood in the sense that my dad was an alcoholic and we moved a lot. Before I was 18 years old, I'd lived in 16 places. Not because my dad was an alcoholic, but because he was in the military. I was a military brat, and I thought, I think it's a great way to be raised because you get to see a lot of cultures fast, and you're immersed in those cultures. I lived in a culture where I took a horse carriage to work, to school, not to work. Now I'm making stuff up, and it's actually kind of funny, right? I highly encourage travel. Uh, But, yeah, I have a, a strong sense of no home. One of the more tragic things I've ever said. I just don't feel it. Did you know a group of cats is called a clowder? Does anyone know that? (laughs) Like, why a clowder, a C-L-O-W-D-E-R? One of my favorite stocks has been on sale recently. And it's called Chipotle. Chipotle Mexican Grill. Chipotle. 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 Uh, how can we butcher it and, and mispronounce it? I think Chipotle is going to be in business for many years to come. I don't think they're going to go out of business. I think if you look at their clientele, they're young. Now, it trades at 50 times earnings. It's not cheap. It's probably the most expensive restaurant stock I've ever seen in my life. But the question is, is the concept going to stick around, yes or no? And that's really what, where you have to start asking yourself questions on investing. Do I think this company has a future or not? Otherwise, you're speculating. Now, on top of it, you have to look at it. I've got a friend, Bill, who is so in love with the shares of Apple that he's like, it's, a, it's kind of a cult of personality to him. He doesn't even look at things like price-to-sales ratios. Could there be another stock that's cheaper, that gets better performance? 
as my good friend Sarah Palin would say, you betcha. And ultimately, picking stocks is not about picking the right one. It's about comparing. You're not trying to be right. You're trying to compare and, and manage risk in my book. If you want to jump on momentum, jump on momentum. When momentum ends, it ends bad. So, yeah, I do want you to take a look at, at companies like Chipotle and understand, yeah, they are expensive. But the question is, are you trying to make money this year or next year? What's your goal? Um, one company that just or one concept that I just saw, which I think, think is kind of interesting, you may think it's kind of interesting, you may think it's not kind of interesting, was the amount of iPads now being left on airplanes. Plane lands, people grab their stuff, they check their phone, their email, voicemail. They forget that they put their iPad in the seat uh, pocket in front of them. A lot, a lot. Like, I almost want to sit in the back of a plane now and be the last one off and just pick up two or three iPads. So what happens in the case of that happens to you? File a claim with the airline. You know, don't just say goodbye to it. File a claim. Devices can be hard to spot, especially if there's a newspaper on top of it or in between it. People think it's gone forever. People, you know, how identifiable is it? Did you put your name and phone number on it? You know, you can have your name and phone number engraved on it, if that be you. But a lot of people just say goodbye to it. Isn't that kind of funny? Like, that's one of the problems with the iPad. It's, it's so slick and so light that people are now starting to lose it. I don't know. I find that interesting. Venture funding for healthcare companies jumps 44%. But not just any healthcare company. Healthcare 2.0. Venture capital investors have put $439 million into 70 deals for Web 2.0 companies that are creating healthcare apps, tools for online social networking collaboration. The investment represents a 44% increase in dollars, a 63% increase in deals. Healthcare is expensive, and we see it's one of the biggest problems in America. More people believe in UFOs in America than believe that Social Security will be there for us. And Medicare and Medicaid. One of the solutions is to develop technology because technology spending on healthcare is only about 3% of the healthcare budget. A stock that I like enormously is called Cerner. I want you to look at it. I want you to think about investing in it. But with all this money going into healthcare 2.0, you're going to see more HMOs and PPOs the WellPoints, the Aetnas, the Humanas, they can't keep up with the costs. They have to invest in technology. Cerner's the number one player. But right now, $30 million was just put into a company called Airstrip Technologies. Airstrip makes an app point, a platform that sends critical patient information in real time, directly from hospital monitoring systems and bedside devices to a clinician's smartphone or tablet. So a doctor can have your heartbeat on his phone. BlackBerry, Android, or Windows Mobile device. There's a company that just secured $6.5 million of funding called KeyEAS. And what they do is similar to what Google Health tried to do, developing a social game for the workplace to promote health and wellness. The game requires individuals to pick three goals a week. It can be anything from exercise and eating more fruits and vegetables. I don't think we could pay Americans enough to eat properly. I don't think we could pay Americans enough to lose weight. 
But a lot of people in the healthcare industry think that is how we save cost, managing disease before it happens. We live on this planet for a finite period of time, and we're still fat Oompa who are going to have heart attacks. That doesn't have to happen. San Mateo-based Doximity. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. It looks like proximity, but D-O-X-I-M-I-T-L-Y. They just got funding of $10 million. They're accelerating development of their physician network, a free communication platform for healthcare professionals. Doctors can use their iPhone, iPad, Android to connect with any U.S. physician to collaborate on patient treatment or identify an appropriate expert for patient referrals. Body Media is another company that just got some funding. What this company does is an armband monitor, an online activity manager, an optional display, free downloadable apps. The armband automatically tracks calories burned during your daily activities and monitors the quality of your sleep, which is an important factor in weight loss. People who sleep well lose weight. You know, this is big business. And this is the next round of IPOs. Now, not all of them are going to make it. But you see the issue. One quick commentary that I have is we're always going to have debt in our lives. A girlfriend's father once told me that. He's like, just get used to that concept. Because when I was your age, I was worried about the deficit. We're always going to have debt in our lives. So the best thing you could do is accept that and move on and figure out your best plan of attack. Don't let things freak you out. That said, I'm a little freaked out right now. My worms got out of their compost pile, and they have teeth. What am I feeding them? AM 1220, KDOW. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Stocks are not immune to bad markets. And one of the things you could do to help your odds are to buy great companies. Try not to go too crazy. Try not to get too complicated. If you don't really know what a company does, don't do it. Visa was a company that was around when I was a little baby. I don't own Visa. I do own Visa. Altria was a company around when I was a little baby. I don't own it. Kimberly Clark, McDonald's, Kraft, PepsiCo, Nike. Buy great companies. And then diversify by buying great indexes. You don't know small cap companies. You don't know which one's going to survive, which one's not. So stop making this so difficult on yourself. 
if you if you think you're a day trader and you have any success, I will hire a day trader and pay them mid six six figures, three hundred four hundred thousand dollars. If anyone could come and show me a track record of three to five years of beating the market without taking excessive risk. You could do it in one year, but you're not going to do it in three to five years. I guarantee you. You could do it in an up market. In the last year, in the last three years, market's up 100%. You could probably have made 150, 200% easy. Heck, if you owned Apple, you probably could have made 400, 600%. But Bollinger Bands and trends, they're important to look at. Absolutely. Bottoms in a stock, tops in a stock. But should you base a whole decision on technicals? I don't know one technician who's an average person who's worth a million dollars. The technicians that I know work in Chicago and New York, and they eat people like you for breakfast. These guys are monsters. Societal monsters. And yet, some people still want to become a day trader. And some people still want a, a magical computer to spit out the right answer for them. I guarantee you, you're not going to become a day trader. And for those of you who like Kiyosaki, you're just ignorant. You're not getting that he's giving you basic concepts that don't apply in the real world. So be careful. You know, Kiyosaki created a lot of fiction to support his arguments. Yeah, he wears a nice suit. If you want to be like Kiyosaki to make money, what you do is you figure out how to get other people to come to your seminars for free. And you tell them it's a $500 value. And then when they're there, say, if you sign up now, it's a $5,000 value. You know, ABC's 2020 basically said, you know, he fictionalized his book, Rich Kid, Poor Kid. Rich dad, poor dad. That a lot of his writing, you know, is is very similar to Harry Potter. Um, he talks about how the Marine Corps made him the man that he was, and yet he got transferred out of the Marine Corps. He lied about desertion while serving in Vietnam. Later, he just said he missed the boat. Lied about going bankrupt in 1985. Claimed his net worth was fifty to hundred million, depending on his day. Now who? Whose net worth is 50 to 100 million, depending on the day? In court, when he was challenged on that, he said he was actually only worth 9 million. His best teacher ever once was his poor dad in 1992. In 1997, it was his rich dad. In 2006, it's Buckminster Fuller. Like, tell a story and stick with it. He basically recommends tax fraud by deducting vacations and health club dues. He advocates committing a felony. He wants you to have rich friends for trading stock advice, inside information. That's what rich friends are for. He says if you're going to go broke, go broke big. That's just stupid. He's convincing people that college is for suckers. That, does that even make any sense? Yeah, college is for suckers if you're going to be a poet. Your kid goes and gets an engineering degree. You tell me that's for suckers. So I think he's one of the most dangerous people in America. 
He was a creature of Amway. He was never successful in his life until he got in front of a multi-level marketing organization that, quote-unquote, made him best-selling. Because the people at Amway typically are trying to get rich because they didn't go to college. I don't know one college-educated person that works with Amway product. I know a lot of people who've bought Amway product and still have it in their closets and trying to get rid of it because they couldn't sell it to their friends. He's just a bunch of old cliches. Cliches that have been around since the beginning of time. His books are a collection of cliches. He markets fear. He admits to fictionalizing his books. He refers to it as justified lying. So for those of you who are big Kiyosaki fans, I pity you. I don't think you're going to get anywhere in life. 2020 did an investigation on him. He keeps writing these books on how to succeed. He's written over 20 books on how to succeed. Do we need 20 books on how to succeed? 2020 tried to give him you know, money to teach people how to make money. One person lost all their money. Another person made zero. Another person made 200 bucks. What he's done well is sell books on how to make money, not make money. He hasn't made money by making money. He's made money by selling books. The most favorable co- the comment that I can make on him is at least he gets people to think about money. You know, at least, and again, who, I'm not going to say Trump is worse because Trump isn't worse. But Trump makes his money not by buying real estate, but by putting his name on real estate. If I could put my name on a building, I'd do it too. Unfortunately, my last name's Black. So maybe I need to change my name to something more fictional. You know how Trump made his money? Trump made his money by inheriting it. There's a pretty big difference between portraying yourself as a genius in real estate and inheriting it. A couple other things to think about today. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, I don't need to talk anymore about the Kardashians. I've talked about venture healthcare, talked about debt in America and how it's always going to be here. So let's just get used to it. I'm going to be a veteran of the storage wars. So on Veterans Day, make sure you tell everyone, thanks for serving our country. You've helped store our data. Best day to buy plane tickets, Tuesday. That's something you can do is you can watch when you, what, you're, what you're spending money on. There's a good website called Airfare Watchdog, and they basically say the best day to buy your plane tickets are on Tuesdays. So studies show the cheapest time is in the afternoon. That's when the maximum number of sales seats are available. Travelers can get the best fares about three months out from departure. I have no problem with airline credit cards. I think they're, they're fine as long as you pay them off. I think that's the critical part is that a lot of people use credit cards improperly to get points. If your local airport is just down to one or two carriers, it might be time to reconsider applying for an airline-branded credit card. So the airline cards are finding that they need to compete with bank offerings, and that helps consumers. 
You want to set fair alerts, you can do it with Bing Travel or Air Fair Watchdog. So if a fair price does drop, you're gobbling it up. There's a lot of competitions. There's a good website called faircompare.com, Kayak. All very, very good websites. You want to watch the fees. You know, if you get a cheap ticket and there's $80 of fees on it, it wasn't that cheap. And anytime you can buy in a package, you can save a lot of money. So if you're going to go to Hawaii and get a hotel and get a rental car, consider a package. It's not a perfect solution. Not every flight, not every hotel qualifies. But it certainly will save you a lot of money if you do it properly. Take a look at some of the other issues that are out there today. Oh, this was kind of interesting. Uh, there's a court case going on between Google and Oracle right now. And Dr. Eric Schmidt was asked a question. He said, when we originally launched tablets at Google, we were worried about Microsoft. And he says, that kind of seems odd today. That's so dissing your competition. That's it's fantastic. I love that story, in fact. Oh, good golly. The Tempest, the Tempest. Think a little bit about what we're talking about. I'd be very cautious reading magazines and newspapers and thinking that they're perfect. I'd be very cautious reading books, you know, wrapping up the Kiyosaki commentary. I'd be very cautious thinking that someone can teach you to become a super investor better than average. Try to be average. Try to go up with the market seven out of ten years. Don't try to beat the market. Be the market. Diversify, and you are the market. Diversify at a low cost, and therefore you don't get gouged. You're listening to AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at robblack.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Let's go to our friendly neighborhood firefighter, Chad. Chad, are you on in there? I'm here, Rob. You're coming on to promote a little something in the local community. Let's talk a little bit about it. Let's start with who you are. Uh, my name is uh, Chad. I'm a Bay Area firefighter, and I've been helping with this charity for about eight years now, the Alyssa Ann Rich Burn Foundation. Uh, they raise money for local children that are burn survivors, and one of the main things we're trying to raise money for tomorrow, this Friday, is for uh, their champ camp. And uh, what it is is basically... We send uh, local children that are burn survivors to a summer camp to provide, like, peer support. And uh, they also do some uh, in-hospital support and other uh, medical help with them. Obviously, this is a great charity, and it's helping good people, so we do want to promote it. You're doing an event coming up. When? Uh, it's tomorrow. It's going to be at 6 p.m. in San Francisco at the Red Devil Lounge on Polk Street. Um, if you're not able to attend the event, we also have a website set up that you can get good information from. It's called winafirefighter.com. Uh, the premise of the charity is actually a bachelor auction 
So uh, you can sponsor guys online, and uh, or you can come out to the event, which is a lot of fun. Now, I see the event, winafirefighter.com, and I see Chad right there. Is that you? That is me. Yeah, embarrassingly enough, that is me. I like that you took a picture in front of your own fire truck. Uh, You grew up in L.A. You've been a San Francisco resident since 2006. Uh, Brutal job, but, uh, man, you are beloved in the community by people. Uh, We're Uh, we're very happy to to serve our community, absolutely. The guys that get involved in this profession are very much, uh, you know, team players and just want to help people. This is one thing way that we I, can I, do that. I, I kind of hate you, but I kind of love you at the same time because women flock to firefighters. They don't flock to financial guys. Well, I don't know. Maybe later in life they flock to you, and younger in life they flock to us. There you go, because you're fit. You hang out with other guys. You're a manly man. Uh, it's the 10th annual Bachelor Firefighter Auction. What do you win? If you win a firefighter, is it a date? Is, is it, What happens there? Uh, it's actually a really, cool, uh, it's a really cool situation for the people that win. Um, it, what they do is they do a, a ladies' day, which is May 27th, and they send uh, 10 of the winners to, I believe, so let me look at this real quick. It's Knob Hill Spa, and they pamper them, you know, for the day there. And then on June 3rd, they have the bachelor date where it's, uh, it begins at Bourbon and Branch in San Francisco. They do a mixology uh, session there, and then we go on to Chambers for uh, dinner and drinks there. So it's a great location. It's the Red Devil Lounge in San Francisco. You get to go out and hang out with good-looking people, happy people. Um, it's raising money for an excellent cause. What else do we need to know about this event, Chad? Uh, basically, you know, if, if, if coming and bidding on a bachelor isn't, isn't something that you would be interested in doing, you can always sponsor and make a donation at winafirefighter.com. It's all tax-deductible through the charity. And also, you can just come out and have a drink, and you're helping men. You know, the, the Red Devil Lounge has been nice enough to help us use their facility and uh, a portion of the, uh, the cover, the drinks. Uh, they have smaller auction items that are, you know, female-related, like uh, uh, spa packages and um, different kind of photo shoots and stuff like that. But it's just a really fun, good time. And the people I've been involved in and met with through this are just really good, fun people. You're, you're, you're bound to have a good time for sure. Thanks for coming on, Chad. The website, again, is winafirefighter.com. It's winafirefighter.com. It's serving your community. It's giving back. It's a great location in San Francisco, Red Devil Lounge. If you've never been, you should at least go just to see this location. It's a, a great venue for local music. Um, I have been many, many, many times. And it's winafirefighter.com. The event is coming up tomorrow night. Uh, 6 p.m., I believe, is the idea, but you can get there a little early. It's the 10th Annual Bachelor Firefighter Auction. Uh, firefighters, I can't say enough positives about firefighters, police, and, and teachers. Always be nice to firefighters and cops. Just understand, they literally, they're going to die younger than you because they're out there fighting fires and they're breathing in smoke and chemicals. Uh, a lot of people don't grasp that. Uh, now, not all of them are going to die younger than you. That's kind of silly for me to say, but these people really do put their lives on the line, and the best thing we can do is help support them in any way, shape, or form. Like teachers, you should support teachers. Go into your kid's classroom and say, what do you need? Do you need paper? Do you need books? Like, what do you need? Throw some money at the important people in your lives, because when push comes to shove, I hope a firefighter saves me, because I certainly won't be able to save myself. Anyway, it's winafirefighter.com. It's tomorrow evening. More details are at winafirefighter.com. And uh, if you need any information, I can email it out to you, rob at robblack.com. And thank Chad for coming on. Don't forget tonight, Ray Fry 
He does his show Thursday nights, Money 2.0. It's the Baby Boomer Show. It's really for the people who are 50-plus in my audience. You'll get the most out of his show from 6 to 7 tonight on AM 1220. Let's take a quick look at the market numbers. And what we'll see here is we're having a good day. Dow's up 61. We're working higher after opening lower. The Nasdaq's up 6. The Dow is having a much better day than the NASDAQ. Yesterday, the NASDAQ had a much better day than the Dow. Today, the S&P 500 is up two. That's fractions. Oil is up 63 cents. On one hand, you want to see oil slowly work higher because it shows you the world economies are working. On the other hand, you don't want to see it go too far because it becomes a tax on our society. We have less money in our pockets. We spend money in our pockets. Oh, good gosh. Johnson Johnson's hiking their dividend. That's one of the big stories out there today. Pending sales of U.S. existing homes increased 4.1% in March. In about a year from now, I believe, people are going to feel that they're chasing real estate. So now is a good time, if you don't own a home, to consider owning a home. Get your finances in order. Pick a location. Find the right street. Find the right schools. Start thinking about it. Let's see. We've got about a minute left. Let's see what else I can throw out there as far as good analysis for you. Um, electronic arts shares are up on a rumor of a, a takeover. That's kind of interesting. Walmart is being investigated for bribery from our Congress. They're going to have some negative headlines coming out in the next couple of weeks probably. So there's some headline risk. Not a lot of retail risk or, or you know consumer risk right now. Uh, more headline risk on that stock. Know your risks. So, again, the website is winafirefighter.com for tomorrow night, Red Devil Lounge. It's a good event. I strongly suggest you look into it. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220, KDOW. Zero eight nine six. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 